This is episode 65 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, we talk about SimCity, John Ricitello leaving EA, and Tomb Raider. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. And we are forming like Voltron. Because yes. we've got everybody here Avengers for the assemble. podcast. How many, how many has it been since everyone's been here at the start? 65 at least. <laughs> at least 65. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, when, More than one question. and less than 30. More than one, yes. Serious question. When is the next drunk cast? 69, remember? 69. Okay, for sure. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna sure. do. We're gonna we're gonna re- bring back the love theme. After the conversation podcast. we just had, do you think we're too mature to not do it on sixty nine? Come on, <laughs> that's true. We there was a very um, vulgar. You just guys don't even want to know. Happening before this podcast started. So, and uh, we're very we were very proud of ourselves. It was it was good. At some point, we just need to assemble those things. All that like extra, <laughs> not all of it. Some of it should never see the light of a day. Right, like the the incriminating things should not be, you know, in case we ever want a career in politics. Like the times when Nick said very racist things. Yeah, Nick doesn't actually, like, join the podcast. He just comes on and says, like, racist things. I I don't think that's ever happened. (laughs) I think Mitch's anti-American screeds are the most offensive. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only offensive to Americans. (laughs) They're the only people that count. Which is, like, 98% of the world, right? (laughs) Right. <laughs> How silly of me. <laughs> well, good deal. So we have a few things to talk about. I'm going to jump right into it, and I'm going to set a time limit for this first topic because we are going to talk about SimCity and how terrible it is. One hour. Uh, <laughs> time limit, one hour. We're going to try to limit this to a little – I don't want to talk about this for 20 minutes. I mean, I do I want, want to talk sell. about it for 20 minutes, but I don't want to talk about I, it. And I'm minutes. the only – a uh, lucky bastard who hasn't played SimCity on the podcast. So it'll, it'll I, I chose. Like they, you guys like chose poor. You guys chose poorly, and I chose well. Jeff, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, Jeff I chose the cup of a carpenter. I chose Tomb Raider. You guys chose SimCity. Okay, well, I also played Tomb Raider. Hold on. We will go from most positive feelings about SimCity to least positive. In case anyone doesn't know, um, SimCity has had a lot of launch issues. I'm sure, I mean, it's been well documented everywhere. And um, engine issues. Yes. Um, launch issues. People couldn't play the game for a while. I couldn't play it for a week, um, just about. Um, and then beyond that, there's a lot of kind of, as Mitch said, the glass box engine that kind of powers the game has a lot of issues um, with the way that it handles the simulations. And uh, there's some traffic glitches, population glitches, some balancing glitches, and basically cities break down after a certain point. Um, they just on get top of wonky. that, there's just some things that are stupid, even if the game were working as in, as designed. Yeah. So, so the game is mostly broken sometimes on purpose and sometimes not um so i we just reviewed the game recently and we gave it an f um which is pretty funny that all of us kind of did it and we gave it an f um but i think think one of of us is gonna go d and then we're all just like nah man f there was a point when we were gonna go d until we realized that like uh the, the fun we were having ended up being false yeah yeah. So Nick, I think you were the most positive on the game still out of the four of us that have played it. 
Um, well, I got I got something positive real quick. Yeah. The the music is nice. The music's incredible, and the presentation is incredible. The music is nice, but after about two hours, I was you know back to listening to the XX while playing it, which I highly recommend, by the way. Well, I just liked how, like, depending on the level of zoom you were doing, it would add and remove tracks to the music mm-hmm. to kind of correspond. Like, if you zoomed all the way out, it would be the full track. And if you zoomed all the way in, it would just be, like, one instrument or something. I just yeah, thought that was kind of neat. was very was pretty slick. Pretty yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's very streamlined. Um, like, the way you go about building the city and just the way everything is presented, um, if it all worked, it would, be, it would be great. Yeah, the, yeah, like, the different amount of, like, have you looked at like all of the charts and information There's and stuff so they have? So much data that you can get at a moment's notice, which is br- br- like to pull that off the way they did. It's crazy to me that like the game, like it makes me so mad that the game itself is not good because <laughs> you mean like the time that must have gone into that UI to give the player that much information at a moment's notice. Um, it's a big time investment. But yeah. So Nick, I think you're the most positive on the game. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, I I still I didn't uninstall it, so I guess that makes me the most positive. <laughs> I, um, I didn't uninstall it. Oh, okay. Um, I did. I, I have plenty of hard drive my, space. I burnt my solid state drive. I don't even want that <laughs> shit in my house. <laughs> uh, I, I torched the internet connection. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. It's still kind of fun just to build a city. Um, even if it's a lie, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's still, it's still just fun to, I don't know, I mean, because it's broken, right, you can't, you have to, like, your sitting planning has to be really good, right, like, if you do stuff, like, if you put commercial zones on the end of roads so that the traffic doesn't go in the middle of the road where, like, the residential is, it'll help the flow of traffic like basically so you have to fight against the game <laughs> but you can like be clever about it right like you can like if you know traffic is like the number one issue then you build your city to have really good traffic flow and there's kind of like a mini game within that of trying to manage traffic except I'm, sometimes to do is to make one long road yeah or that yeah there's there's the, the but i see i've seen guys that that I was watching one stream and one guy, he had like a base, it looked like a pretty normal city, but for some reason, the way he placed everything, like traffic flowed really, really well. And I mean, so that's kind of fun to figure that aspect of it out. But then again, at the same time, it'll just fuck you and just like send a ton of traffic from a neighboring town where nobody's in the town. Like just shit that doesn't even make sense like that. Um, And then it'll just break your whole city. So... At a, after a certain that. point, I felt like nothing I did in the game mattered. Like, if my city was good, it wasn't because of me. If my city was bad, it wasn't because of me. Um, like, just utilities didn't work the way they were supposed to. Like, water wouldn't get places. Sewage wouldn't get filtered right, out. Yeah, I would have things like, oh, your casino doesn't work because there's no water. There's two water towers on either side yep. of it. Yep, like, exactly. That makes no sense. Oh, yeah, and there was, there, was stuff, there was stuff where, like, a building didn't have power for no reason. Like, and... I bulldozed it, and then it, a new building popped up, and then it did have power. And I was like, what? I don't understand what happened. Well, there. the contractors for the original building forgot to hook it up, so when they rebuilt it... They know, forgot to add the electricity when they were yeah, building. They forgot how to electricity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they, like, you know, they, did the, they did the traffic patch, and so because they did that, I booted up my city tram. Oh, did they actually patch it? Yeah, well, no, it still, it still doesn't work. 
I've seen a ton of videos where Sims will still just take the most direct line instead of the one with the least traffic. Well, I saw, wait, no, 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 yeah. wait. I, I saw one that actually showed that it did work, but the way it does it is kind of silly. Like, let's say you've got a straight, like, road, and then, like, there's a, you know, like, let's say there's a straight line, and it's a dirt road, and that leads directly to where everyone's going, and then there's another curved road that's, like, a big avenue. If they're already on the road that they are going to, um, if they're already on the road that leads directly to that, they won't turn off on the new one. But if they haven't turned onto it yet, then those people that, when they do turn onto that road, will then take the the less traveled route. Um, so basically, like they once they're on the road, they can't I change their mind of where of they're that. turning. I, I would have to show you the video, but, but once they're on the road that they're on, they can't change their minds about turning if you start a new road. But if they are not, if they're on a different road and then they turn, then they will like oh, go onto like the road that has now been opened up to them. The video made it really clear. I'll have to show it to you. So it does look like it works. Cool story, so it bro. Like it okay, so you booted it up, though. You were going to say something about that. Yeah, I booted up my city and uh, to, to see uh, because I went from, like, making, like, $5,000 an hour and, like, having tons and tons of money and, like, all my casinos were making money and all my, my um, expo events were making tons and tons. I even make, like, $110,000 a day on one expo event. So, and then uh, all that just stopped happening all of a sudden so i'm like well maybe it was the traffic um so i booted up and uh i went from negative 5,000 to plus 48 uh so maybe things are better or maybe they're not i don't know <laughs> like so how long did you play it when you booted it up like 30 minutes okay because i didn't want to waste too much of my life on it anymore but there was a huge traffic jam on the highway leading into my city like just there was like tons of t it looked ridiculous. I almost like sent a picture to of it to you guys, but then I was like, they know. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they know already. Oh, we know. <laughs> yeah. So. so Jeff, how was it hearing all of us <laughs> bitch about this for two weeks? Uh, <laughs> well, so the, the funny thing, I'm sure it was irritating, and I apologize. Oh yeah, no, it was totally irritating. There, there was a, a point <laughs> early on where I was like still intrigued by the game because it, it was like on sale, and I was like. Eh. But it, Poor see, Jeff, we sent probably no less than like 300 collective emails. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it's it's all like esoteric technical stuff about like, I'm doing this to the this, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Thanks for that. <laughs> you should have played, played the game, Jeff. That's, that sounds like a <laughs> personal error to me. Bucks, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I should have punched myself in the face, and then... Um, so the, the thing is, like, from everything... It makes me think of uh, what happens to me a lot with open world games where, you know, there's mayhem to do and you do it for a little while and it's fun. But if there's no depth behind the mayhem, it gets really like it runs. The appeal runs out really quickly. So that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's the impression I get of, of what SimCity turned out to be is that it's exciting starting a city and you get this great feeling of everything mm -hmm. going really well but there's no actual depth backing it up like it's not a real simulation because all the rules are fucked yeah so yeah, yeah there was about two to three hours and then all of a sudden then you're it is well, sure yeah. you, can, you can fill up your city in in less than four hours dude like, the cities the, are too small like going into it i was like yeah I'm, I'm sure it won't be that bad but then once i actually got in i'm like these cities are too damn small. Yeah, if you one way. night of play, you can hit the boundaries. I think that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah so I mean, if you've got like geological like obstacles and stuff, like I have a giant like a plateau. Yeah. yeah, I have a giant plateau in the middle of my city with like two houses on top of it. Like, yeah, why I have not a beach property land? that I can't build on because it slopes downward. It yeah. like, takes off a decent amount. 
and the, another problem of it just let's say everything actually works the way it's supposed to the the multiplayer aspect is just stupid because if 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 everybody in the region is not working actively on their city then that can really screw you up cuz i was buying sewage from eddie and then i had a sewage and, problem lo and behold <laughs> the little eddies shit so much that he had a sewage problem which then caused me to have a sewage problem and i had not cleared any room to build a sewage plant and you know he wasn't on he was off i don't know taking care of his infant child or (laughs) maintaining his relationship with his wife or doing things that people do and apparently the game just doesn't have any time for that and just totally messed things up for me and you know like if people aren't maintaining things then say that shit got real in trampa (laughs) yes literally but yeah if people aren't maintaining things then it affects your whole city uh and it it can just mess you up and it's not it's just not smart well when you're logged in was my city abandoned because i haven't logged on in like a week and a half no i think you have to actively abandon it i thought after a certain amount of time Uh, maybe maybe that's true but i know there is an option to abandon it so well here let's use what anthony was talking about to kind of steer it to more um kind of like industry conceptual stuff so we're not talking about like specifics about the game for so long to people that haven't played it because i get the impression not a lot of people on our site um played it because people were so afraid of drm yeah and so i want to talk about the drm um and some of the multiplayer stuff you just talked about it's clear that they made most of these decisions for how the cities work and everything so that they could keep the game online um like that everything is a function of let's make sure this game stays online um and it's all part of this DRM measure. Um, like even the way the cities work is work. They work the way they're supposed to work, so that you can rely on other people um, rather than having an offline mode that you can play. Um, so I, I'd like to think. I, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question. I'd like to think that stuff like this makes publishers wary of this in the future, but it won't, right? No, there's the, no. they'll think we'll do it better. <laughs> we'll do it right. Well, yeah. you know, next time it'll be fine. Uh, oh, it'll, that's next EA. time. Next time. Yeah. Next time. That, that's yeah. EA. We're Activision. We're going to get it right. Yeah. Look at Call of Duty. I mean, come on. We do everything right. Yeah. That, that's how they think. They they think it can't happen to them. I mean, video game publishers are apparently like you know sixteen year old kids screaming YOLO all the time. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh at that. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm still trying uh-huh. to wrap my head around it. <laughs> like they do stupid things, thinking that nothing can affect them negatively. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting too because it's like what. Screw it, you guys. <laughs> Dude, whatever. Yolo. <laughs> well, no, I'm. It's sad Resident because it's kid, like Mitch. SimCity yeah. was one of those games that I played. <laughs> as a kid and it's just it's it's a single player game you know what i mean like that's just it's it's one of those like staple single player games like you just get lost playing that game for hours by Mm -hmm. yourself and it's just sad that a game like that could be turned um to what it is and it just you know i know that there's all these talks about like single player gaming dying and all this stuff but it's like when stuff like this happens part of me worries that maybe it is you know like hopefully people vote with their wallets next time but stuff like this drives me crazy because it's what, like what irritates me is well the lead designer said well we basically made sim city the mmo and yeah. what irritates me about that is if i had read one press release that had actually said those words i would have not bought the game 
Um, so that annoys me. Like, just call it SimCity the MMO if that's yeah, what you're why don't going you just, for. Yeah, why don't you just make SimCity online and then make yeah. SimCity whatever and then, you know, or... Like heaven forbid, you have an offline mode that people can play. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, well, if they, and then it has to be always on if you're connecting to be. If you want to be in a region, and then you can enforce your your DRM that makes it to where you're always on, and that only works for region play. You know, like I don't. Yeah, or, or, or if they had just gone like whole hog with with calling it an MMO, you know, like there's probably stuff they could have done that would have appealed to people that like that kind of experience. I mean, I don't know. I guess it probably would have alienated people that are more fans of the single-player aspect of the game, but... Uh. Well, you gotta, like, gotta get your sims to go out and get, like, ten moose pelts or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what if it was, like, a, what if it was like a, an MMO, like Eve, where everybody's on the, at the same time, so everyone's on the same server, and so everybody lives in the same... Well, maybe not the same world. It might be too big. But maybe like everybody lives on different planets, and then you can just like take giant chunks of it. And but everybody else exists on the same. Serve, I think if several people were working on the same city at the same time. Would that be crazy? That yeah, be, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you could have a guy who's like, oh, this guy's in charge of police departments. This guy's in charge of this. You know, you could, you could it's have like, like the mayor and his cabinet or something. Do this stuff, and I'll I'll start or start to build roads. I don't know. But yeah, yeah like it's, um, it's, it's, yeah. it's just. What irritates me is uh, with these cities that the size they are and everything. Like you can't. The point of to me is SimCity has always been how big can I make my city? How many people can I get? I can get five hundred thousand people on the Super Nintendo SimCity. Like that was something I actually accompanied, and I'm very proud of it. Um, and, and then this you, one, you killed them all. Moment for quiet <laughs> yeah, applause. I called Fight Bowser and I killed them all. And uh, you can't do that in this one. Like you can't. It doesn't behoove you to have a city that can do everything that has commercial and industrial and residential and like you know that can do all these things. It it just doesn't make sense in the context of the game they have designed. They had a vision for it and good for them. I think their vision sucks. So yeah, they want you to like do where like this city builds TVs. Yeah, and then this city this does city oil. This has city does utilities. This. Yeah. This but city again, has low-income, you know, housing and jobs for the poor people. Who wants to make that city? Honestly, like may, that's boring. I mean, and maybe Detroit. <laughs> Detroit wants to make this. I don't know. Would that that hit play. too close to home for them? <laughs> but uh, what? Okay, if you did want to do that, then why not make it to where at least every you can you can you can go anywhere, right? So. You could butt up your cities against each other, so you, yeah. in theory you could have like one big fake city, but it's still like it's one big city with little. You could parts. have like, like New York, where like you've got boroughs. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like, in this one, it's like here you get you, there's all this land, you get this one block of it. Have fun. It's like, <sighs> oh, thanks. You know, of all the possible things they could have done, the fact that this is what they came up with is. Yeah. God, whatever. Like, this is, like, one of the, I think, premier franchises of all time. I mean, SimCity gets, like, people who don't even play a lot of games that might be mm -hmm. like, oh, there's new SimCity coming out? Oh, I better, you know, I better play. I built my PC for this game specifically. <laughs> like, uh, it's just F them. F them, F them. Yeah, I was I'm just really disappointed with the whole thing. Um, just because, you know, I, 
and I was saying this before and kind of in the review, I think the game is almost a masterpiece in some ways. Like It's so close to it. It's so close. <laughs> and, that, and to me, that's more frustrating when a game is that close or something is that close to being great and just isn't It's quite. just the things that are are bad are really, really bad. Well, and some of the stuff that's that's problematic about it, aren't they insisting that that's like creative choices that they're not going to change? Yeah, some of it. Yes. The, yeah. the like the Sims going to their homes and work and stuff. Um, yeah, like Sims going to different houses every night instead of having having one set residence is apparently part of the design. Yeah, yeah they just go. Why to the even have a follow house. the Sim feature? Yeah, yeah, why? yeah. If the, yeah, if that's the case, then then why even do that? And your and population they, is like faked to a large degree too. Yeah, after mm-hmm. about like what five hundred people, I think they said it starts getting uh like phantom people start moving in. Yeah, apparently the code to generate that number is called get fudged population. <laughs> like for real, yeah. For real. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so like I said, to pull pull it right, back a little right. bit, so we're not just completely. <laughs> um, is this like? No, minutia. I know. <laughs> I know that e, like EA has like been in a lot of trouble lately, and well, I mean we can get to some of the new stuff now. Um, John Richie Ichiochi Tello is Tavi. Tavi. I can't. I don't know how to spell or pronounce his name. Ricatello. 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 There's an extra I in there that I didn't know about till this week. Ricearoni. John Ricatello. John Ricearoni. How you pronounce it for sure? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard many many people say Ricatello. They could all be saying it wrong. Then and we're gonna just, we're gonna he's join just so them. So polite, he never corrected them. Because <laughs> there's Canadian. an extra I after that T, man. Is it? Um, is it? Uh, I don't know. So this Don this could be like GIF versus GIF, man. Yeah, he left. He left EA this week, or he stepped down. Um, and I know that that things have not been great <laughs> under his tenure. <laughs> and honestly, I doubt that. There was an interesting article on the Penny Arcade report. That place is full of interesting articles mm-hmm. uh, that I saw where it basically was saying like he wasn't like the – he's not like the um, – here's the EA CEO wasn't the evil emperor. He was the misunderstood hitman <laughs> was, was the article. And it's just um, that he might not be to blame for all this, that it's just kind of where well, the not- company was going. And he's yeah. the face. I don't think he did anything particularly malicious on purpose. I think he just made he w- he was the guy in charge when they made a lot of mistakes. You know, like the old Republic. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and somebody this. has to go. Like you have yeah. to, you have to, you have to do something. You have to make a move. Right and after so the, the long him, string but... of of very publicized embarrassments. I mean, you're the buck stops with the guy in charge. So yeah. So are people. So at this point, because we've gone back and we've talked about EA quite a bit in different podcasts, are people right in their hatred of EA? EA? As are they justified? Is, in? I've never seen the big deal about it until now. Uh, <laughs> now the first time that I've this is the first time I've ever bought a video game and I feel screwed and not just like well I bought a bad video game. I mean I feel like I've been like cheated. Um, so now I get it, but uh, up to this point I didn't honestly I didn't think it was that big a deal, but. I'm not going to be a I hate EA, I hate EA all the time, but they're not on my Christmas uh, card <laughs> list anymore. Well, I mean that, that's the thing. They're like, not they, going to your birthday party. They're not going to my birthday party. Even if if like that's they they have like all these developers and and publishers that are part of EA. Yeah, they still make Mass Effect, so you know yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not boycotting them. Let's be let's be real. <laughs> uh, it could be argued in the internet. 
Well, hold on. It could be argued that e- that EA has single-handedly ruined Mass Effect. I don't agree with that, but I, I, I. Oh yeah, right now. Okay, you're being Reddit right now. Okay, go. <laughs> I know, but but I, th- there are a few of these that I do agree with that I'm gonna I'm saying. They right. took ruined, a one script franchise Dragon like Age. Medal of Honor. Hold on, ruined Dragon Age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ruined Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ruined Sim City. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All in the last like five years. <laughs> and 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 somehow managed to screw up a Star Wars MMO. Yes, and yeah, and ruined. And ruined uh, Kotor. Yes. Yeah. So, prevented Kotor three from ever appearing. Yes. So I, I I agree with a couple of those <laughs> that and I just said. Can't release an NBA game anymore. Yes. So. So which do you agree with? Ruined yeah, Dragon Age. I agree with Dragon that. Age two is terrible. Uh, I ruined Sim City. I can. Awesome. I I don't agree. I barely, I barely even understand the Mass Effect one. The Dead Space one, I can see why some people would be very upset about. Well, ma- mainly that was the um, the reason they ruined it is because the the way they marketed it. Yeah, because uh, it is still very much a Dead Space game, but they turned they made it look like Gears of War, and that turned off the Dead Space fans that were already in existence. Probably. Yeah. So. So yeah, so those those are things that could be argued. I also agree with the the Nice Little Old Republic one. Um, so it's crazy to look at that and be like, "Yeah, what have you done?" <laughs> to all they these could always make stuff? a they could always make a new Knights game. I mean, that's not it's they an MMO, to now. so it's not you know. Also, it's not that like there, we've had a Star Wars MMO, MMO before and it was awful. So it's not like you yeah. shut your mouth. Star Wars Galaxies was amazing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was until they changed it into WoW. Before that, it was, it was awesome. It was amazing for like a week and a half. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but and Mitch, like Mitch was there for every minute of it. <laughs> Galaxies was like a different generation of MMO as opposed to what the Old Republic was, the, you know, the, what MMOs had become then. Yeah, Galaxies was more like EverQuest than World right. of Warcraft. So yeah, I I feel like at this point I I used to kind of defend EA a little bit, and now I I won't like be got, buying any more single player PC games from them. When really? they got most like pretty much, I mean, I'd have to read some reviews. I had to, but day one, like hell no. When they got most hated company last year, I was like, "You guys are so stupid." But when they get it this year, I'm going to be like, "Well, that, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's going to happen." International banking fraud, whatever. They screwed up Sim City. <laughs> <laughs> so last year I disagreed with it. This year I'm on board. Okay, because <laughs> now they get, they they came to my house and they screwed with me. But but I feel like the way the like the tone of it that the internet feels. I feel like they almost think the EA's like maliciously going yeah, out yeah. their way yeah. to ruin games. That's not true. That's not they're a good incompetent for anybody. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're just scrambling to try to make money because they're losing it. <laughs> so, yeah, like I heard I heard some scuttlebutt that EA would be like in the red if they didn't launch SimCity when they did. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think it's possible it was rushed out? It is I, possible. It is possible. Yeah. Well, Ma- Mass Effect Three was rushed out. If you read the final hours of Mass Effect Three, uh, you kind of get the impression that Bioware was like really under the gun, even with the delay that they had. Mm. Uh, I could wait. See they, they, they're being... not kept afloat by Madden. Is Madden the big seller it used to be? I think it's just I mean, as consistently not, selling as it used to. But that, there's like a dedicated. There's got to be a dedicated. I think Madden million sells like, what, people like, that like buy it to, every year. I think Madden sells like maybe three to five million. I don't. That's that's not going to be enough to keep all of EA afloat. 
You know, yeah, that's true. They, they, maybe they, yeah. it might be too big. Well, they like, like a sh- big they thing in the media or whatever, but it, it, I mean, I don't think it sells any more than any other, like, you know, r- very successful game. Well, and they shut down the studio making that new Army of Two game, like, three weeks before it came out. There, there's, there's a reason right there. You're making an Army of Two game again. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like, Case hello. Point. Army yeah. Game set match, yay. Like, the first one, like, I don't know whether anyone liked it or not, but, like, I liked it. I don't think anybody was clamoring for part two. No. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so thank, you thank you for allowing one point of mine to to stay. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna man. move on from EA um, EA Hatecast <laughs> 013, and we're gonna move on to a single player game it's that is good. Become an annual thing okay. from the <laughs> yeah. Red Hot Square Enix Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah. See, so we're gonna it's... talk about Tomb Raider. Um, <laughs> Jeff is. You've got a review going up tomorrow, yes? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mitch has played this game. Um, I'd like to hear a little bit about it. So, Mitch, about how far are you into it now? You, like when I checked your hours the other day, you were about halfway through. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just popping Steam open up right now to get an accurate count, but I think I'm like six or seven hours into it. So okay. you're both playing on PC. Yeah. Yes. yes. So first off, I was PC Master Race. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was. I was really glad that I bought it for the PC because... Oh, yeah. The hair! Well... Oh, dude, Tress Effects is nuts. Tress Effects is pretty cool, but uh, the the PC that Nick built is good good enough that I am able to run Tomb Raider on Ultimate with everything turned all the way up at, uh, what is it, 1280 by 720 on my HDTV, um, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Like... Um, I was telling uh, Eddie, I've never really understood why people get so excited about graphics on the PC. Until you see them. Until you see them. And I was like, (laughs) okay, now I understand why people were flipping up. Because there's this scene early on where uh, Lara comes out onto a cliff and there's like shipwrecks and clouds and ocean and it's just gorgeous like it's the basically it's the scene if you go into the benchmark in the pc menu that well like when you first come out into that scene in the game it is just such a cool moment um and uh like the first two three hours of the game are so incredibly intense and like harrowing but uh in like a really good exciting way like it's a really intense game to start out and then after that, it it um, it doesn't like because that's the thing. If it kept that same level the whole way through, I think you'd just like pass out. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I hear like the first like hour or so is a very um, narrow, linear, cinematic kind of thing, and then it, and then the game opens up into what you know the game will actually be for the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. And so that during that more cinematic part of the game is when it is also the most intense and like gory and that's also where like the controversial scene is which Which is not like anything no no and like it's so funny that people were so worried about it because like it's a split second scene it's completely unsexual it's really uncomfortable because it's like a horrible moment for her but it's not like him trying to rape her it's just him trying to kill her it's supposed it it basically just sounds like someone in marketing said something really stupid yeah about yeah. the game oh, absolutely well, the because like that that later. never comes up ever throughout the rest of the game like there's no scenes that could be read as yeah someone said something like you'll want to protect Lara and that 
Or they yeah. said like made we some put, people we mad put... instead of wanting you're instead of wanting to identify with her, you're gonna want to yeah. protect her. Yeah. yeah. So it's it was all silly, but yeah, uh, the the thing that I did find interesting is that like the violence can be pretty gruesome sometimes. Um, like it, mostly in that the first more cinematic part is when like the first time Lara died. Uh, when I was playing, she got like crushed by a boulder, and I was just like, ah! "Oh, actually, that, <laughs> so it's like that the limbo exact death. same thing happened to me. <laughs> I also got crushed by the exact same boulder." Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh!" Uh, but there are also points where, like, you'll be going down a river, and if you miss something, you get like skewered, or mm-hmm. like, uh, so th- it does come up occasionally, but it's usually like when you when you die. Yeah. Um, well, the, if you die, if you die during like combat, it just goes black and white, and it's like restarts from the checkpoint. But it's only during like quick time events, right. and platforming. Right. Yeah. Because like I was platforming at one point, you get onto like uh, the shipwreck beach, and I went platforming and missed a jump, and I got sucked along by a riptide and like smashed against some rocks. <laughs> I was, so that like was when you die in limbo, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I love the the limbo deaths. Like for being such a simple game, are so brutal. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. But the, see, the thing is, like, I feel like the violence and the the gruesome deaths are nev- never gratuitous. There's there's a there's a moment late in the game where they really could have like gone with gore, and um, the the camera looks away from what happens. Hmm. Uh, and I kind of feel like the violence and the tone of the violence exists. To sort of prove a point, and and it's about character development, and and I don't know, I, I I definitely think it's one of the the best written games I've played in a while. Like it has a really strong story arc for for Lara. Um, there there aren't any like really head scratching plot twists or anything like that. Um, the character development is pretty great. Um, some parts of it are a little bit reminiscent of Lost, but. Um, I didn't necessarily have a problem with that. <laughs> you know, I does mean, the, you're, you're trapped on an island with a bunch of people who want to kill you. So yeah, does, yeah, does the like, CIA like, play any role whatsoever? No, the CIA yes, is tons. not involved. There's a CIA base camp. Mitch, shut and... up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so like, what, there there are also base some camp. there's some cool little little touches like the CIA tomb. Yeah, the CIA tomb. <laughs> Where CIA. like what is it? Are they actually no. raid tombs? Are there tombs? Yeah. Oh, to yeah. raid? So okay. so the thing about the tomb, and I actually liked the tombs the way they're set up. Now, the only classic tomb raiders that I've played are the more I've played Legend, Anniversary, and Underworld. So I never played like the really 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 old ones, and I haven't played. I think I haven't gotten far in any of those. Like I've played Underworld the most, I think. And the thing about the more classic ones is that those tombs were really complicated and sometimes long. Like, you, you'd have to, like, go here, find a thing, move a thing, pick up a block, figure stuff out, spend a long time solving the puzzles. Whereas with uh, this Tomb Raider, all of the tombs are really just one puzzle that you solve in a room. And yeah. it's, it's actually kind of nice. Like, you know... It's the kind of thing where you could do a, a tomb in like five ten minutes if you figure out the solution quickly enough. Yeah. But but it was like I don't know. That's the thing. There are other parts of the game where you have to solve you know tricks and and platform stuff around and and I guess it's sort of like because that's the thing the, the the quote unquote tombs are all referred to as optional tombs because like I guess whenever you're doing anything else in the game it's not like set apart as a puzzle room. I don't know. I like. I've read that they're not gonna, they're not planning on releasing any single player uh, DLC, which is a shame because I would totally buy the shit. More tombs. Yeah, I would buy more tombs. 
I wouldn't want I wouldn't want more story content because it wouldn't make sense in the context. Buy the, the shit out of those tombs. By the way, everybody who complains about like whenever there is DLC and they're like, oh, that was taken out of the game, uh, and they think all DLC is evil, you are obligated to buy Tomb Raider now. <laughs> well, because that, yeah, I mean, it's a complete experience. There are no gaps that they left where they could slot in story DLC. It is. It is a complete story from beginning to end. She doesn't have any new Animus memories. No. <laughs> <laughs> or like Dead Space, where they Dead Space Three, where they literally sell you the ending. I didn't know they did that. That's terrible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's 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 really? one of those things that like the the, well, the like, end of Dead Space Three is complete until you see the DLC that comes after it. Yeah. Like you think you've got oh I've got the the full ending here whatever it's it's more of an it's more of an epilogue mm-hmm. that that sets up the next game. I think the I, I would st- I'm still comfortable in saying the ending to Dead Space Three is there in the game though because the ending to that story is is there. Um, it just sort of starts a new yeah. one, and I, in I, a, a silly way. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I I really enjoyed the the combat, the the platforming, and everything. Like it was funny. Like I played a bunch of Tomb Raider, and then I, I switched back to playing Saints Row Three, and I missed having a bow and arrow. <laughs> But here's yeah, the thing. That, it's, I've bow and arrow's the, a lot of fun to use. That's probably the one the, thing missing in Saints Row 3. I've heard the balance between platforming and action is really good. Like that it's not... Because they're, they're, uh, I love Uncharted, but in 3 I felt like it just completely skewed to action over platforming. Yeah. You know what? And actually um, like that's a problem in all of the Uncharted games. Like two balances... Sections, yeah. Yeah, two balances is a bit better. But I still remember near the end of 2 getting really kind of annoyed with how many like impossible to kill guys you have to fight. Like, and how, like, the very first one, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, just let me platform more. Mm. Well, yeah, <laughs> but the first one, it was also funny because, like, you're fighting these basically, you know, shirtless guys yeah. that take, like, three shotgun blasts to the chest to, to kill. Um, and, probably and on PCP. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. All 100 shit, of them. Shit makes you nuts. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. And, and like, Tomb Raider definitely reminded me a lot of Uncharted. I feel like if you've never had a chance to play an Uncharted game because you don't have a PS3, Tomb Raider is the game to pick up because it'll yeah. give you like the best of Uncharted. Um, and I was telling Nick that like I feel like Uncharted 2 has maybe better set pieces, like the falling building and... To like, be fair, it has like some of the best set pieces yeah, in yeah. any game the ever. The like, building, un- the train, God, the, the train. The, the, train, the falling building, the, right the, uh, the tank, right the tank chase, like all oh, of those... Oh, yeah. Like are incredible in Uncharted 2. So Tomb Raider has some set pieces. None of them quite match that. But the thing is, I feel like Tomb Raider is more consistently written. Like I think yeah. Tomb Raider has a better story arc. It does a better job of like taking her from a believable place at the beginning where she's like she wants to be an explorer. She she's pretty sure about uh, what they're gonna find. But you know, being on this island full of people that want to kill her freaks her out. And then by the end, she's like, you know, okay, I'm I'm gonna do this. Um, She's a bad bitch. Yeah. Yeah, well, she goes from, like, being really timid to, like, when you start kicking ass, she starts yelling out, like, that's right, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they, like, they handle it believably. It's not like she kills one person, and then she's just, like, got a taste for blood, like, in Far Cry like 3. Far, yeah, like, like yeah. Far Cry 3, where yeah. he's yeah, like, it's not like Far Cry 3, killer. where he's like, I've, I've never, never sh- held a gun before. And then he's just like, man, killing's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I didn't know I was a sociopath. Yay! <laughs> See, I can get behind her doing that, because... Um, 
I feel like if I were on an island like that and I actually did have to kill a couple guys, I think after a couple of guys, I'd be so pissed at all these people trying to kill me that I'd be like, bring it on, motherfuckers. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm behind that. I think that's a believable turn. Oh, and, and I, I mean, they totally handle it really well. Like, you know, the first time you, you kill a guy, it's really intense. And then the next time she has to fight people, it's still kind of intense. And then after that, I, I don't know, like... I don't think they start making her a screaming badass like too early. I didn't really notice that until like near the end where she's clearly pissed off. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not till after you run through the shanty town that she starts turning into the sort of like the Rambo type of like screaming at people while she kills them. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the spoilers? It's a shanty town. Is there a favela? No. Oh, okay. forget it. I'm not buying it now that I've been spoiled <laughs> about the shanty town. <laughs> uh, um, Thanks. Three, four, three. Well, see, I'm 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 really tempted. Like, part of me wants to rent it because I just want to play it and like just beat it real fast. But then I also really kind of want to play it on PC because I hear it's also on PC. Mm. Square oh, Enix has been doing a great job of porting PC games, yeah. by the yeah, way. Yeah, what's up with Square Enix like knocking it out of the park with PC games? Well, well I mean, yeah. and that's that's the interesting thing is that like that's one of the biggest changes is that the old Tomb Raider games, even the modern ones, are still very cartoony. And, and, like, this one is so, like, they, they really up the realism factor. Like, the forest is so incredibly detailed and just gorgeous. Um, oh, the, just the one thing I was going to say is that, at, like, after you finish the game, it lets you go back to the island, and where it was cloudy before, it's, it's sunny. So there's, like, uh, you know, environmental changes, there's weather. Huh. It's, it, yeah, there's huh. all kinds of cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. See, so Square Enix has had um, Sleeping Dogs, this, and Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Yeah. Um, was there another one? But those are three really good PC ports. And I don't know cause, why they've just right? been. Yeah, just they did that. Also. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. they've just been so awesome at PC yeah. ports lately, but. An absolute crap. I, like I think they're I wisely <laughs> taking a uh, a hands off approach to their Western developer stuff. That, you know, because they bought Eidos, and that's where a lot of this is coming from now. Yeah. Uh, I think they're just like. Hey, those guys know what they're doing. We bought them. Let's do it. Let's not screw it up like we do everything else. Well, I mean, so actually Crystal Dynamics has been, like, I didn't realize this, but Crystal Dynamics did Underworld Legend and Anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and and the, the Lara Croft and the Guardian of the Light. Right. Right. Yeah. Which, that's, let's, that, that's an Jeff awesome brings game. up a good point there. Like, this is the same studio that has made all the other Tomb Raider games, so we have to give them credit for sort of reinventing the wheel and well they didn't make the right. first like six tomb raider games but yeah right no no the ones you just mentioned though is yeah. what but I'm yeah saying. exactly but they've been yeah. in they've charge been of the making franchise them, and now they and and now, instead of like delivered. another studio taking a shot at it like devil may cry or something like that they're like wait we can let's redo this ourselves mm. and let's give them credit that's it's probably not easy for people to do um so yay i'm looking forward just, to playing it just an aside i think when it's all said and done and this generation's over I think I'm going to look back, and, and I think Guardian of the Light is the best co-op <laughs> experience of this past gen. That's Better all. than Borderlands? Better than Gears? Yeah, I think so, Halo? yeah. Guardian of the Light wow. was great, and um, another great co-op, co-op experience. experience. Not as a another game. Great, as a- another great co-op experience was uh, the most recent Splinter Cell. Oh, you mean the one where you killed me at the end? <laughs> yes, that one specifically? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that part. Well, it's not my I fault. Just, I, I jumped down in front of him, and he snapped my neck. Yeah, that's well, true. Do you nice know guy. how Eddie rolls? Because at the end of the co-op campaign, they pit you against each other. Mm. Because it's like you're because you're supposed to be a Russian spy and like an American spy, like working together. And then at the end, like you both get orders to kill one another, and you have to sneak around and kill each other. 
That's really which awesome. Pretty, which is pretty cool. It's just a pretty cool way to end that story. Uh, I, but there's one part of that game where you're climbing up a tower together, and there's like guards all along this tower, and there's spotlights, and it's, you're in the middle of this huge room climbing this tower. There's spotlights going, and the two of you are going and like killing guards as you go and like timing your climbs to the spotlights and stuff. It's one of the most fun things I've ever done in a video game. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Anyway, Anthony, a, you were talking. Oh, I just I had a thought about a co-op game, and this is like way too ambitious for anything. But like, what if there was like a game where like you 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 and your buddy are playing or whatever, and then like when someone dies, like that he's Has gone. A hand job like, to no, no, them. he's he's gone. <laughs> I'm not talking about Army of Two. Um, you know, he's gone, and then like he plays differently. Like, let's say he like like has to go through hell or something like that or like goes to an afterlife and like has to fight to like get back it's obviously be a fantasy or science fiction thing or whatever and so then like you're alone while like he's still playing off separately but you know maybe he has to fight his way to get back to his like body so then he can like you know join you again or something like that that would raise like tension and and stuff like that wouldn't it that'd be kind of neat well isn't that kind of like how dead space 3 like gives i I was just i was just gonna say dead space 3 does a lot like that and especially the uh the dlc but that's like you have to like fight. Stuff, right? Well, yeah, it's a it's a hallucination, but it's still pretty well done, especially in the DLC where you have, where you have to fight a hallucination of the other guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like like he's gone completely, and you don't get to talk to him or see him anymore until he gets back. Yeah. But, you know, but I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Well, then if you're playing with someone that sucks at games, it's like, well, then why am I even playing with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, then don't play with people who suck with ga- suck at games. God. Like me, so easy. Mm. Yeah. Solution. <laughs> Solution, God, I gotta think everything. Yeah, anyway, it's just a, it was a very undeveloped idea I had, so never mind. Sell that to EA, and they'll find a way to put a microtransaction in it. Man, I could probably bankrupt them with that you idea. Buy your way back from the afterlife. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, exactly. That would be the, mm-hmm. ninety-nine seven cents to after, res. Seven afterlife bucks. Super convenient. It'd, it'd be some convoluted like point system. It'd be like seven hundred and forty-nine afterlife bucks is one dollar and twenty-seven cents. <laughs> and this <laughs> is but and you but but you can't. It wouldn't be enough. Even it'd be like you need like eleven hundred like and fifty-eight points. points. Like, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. More than what you need. And you'll always have seven points left over. <laughs> what do I do with these seven points? And if you're not enough for out, anything, you both go directly to hell in your disc erase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, um, I didn't I have one it. more thing to say about Tomb Raider, yes. but I guess it's been too far. No, go for it. No, no, go, go, ahead, for go ahead. I really like the UI when you're at a camp and you get to like oh, yeah. upgrade yeah. upgrade your gear and choose new skills. It's overlaid in a really interesting way, and it kind of like rotates to the left and the right depending on what you're picking. I just thought it was really well done. Here's the deal. Maybe I need to stop. Maybe I'm bad, or I've been bad the last six months at picking it's what so games bad, I'm excited about. Because I've been excited about SimCity, and I've been excited about Assassin's Creed 3, and I have not been hot on Tomb Raider or Far Cry 3. Are you like <laughs> Dr. Sean Prometheus? It's like, we were so wrong. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I've been wrong about I think about I mentioned some... this like last podcast or the podcast before because uh, you said something you weren't excited about The Last of Us, and I said, well, you also weren't excited about Far Cry, and so yeah. that gives me hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like you not being excited about something makes me go, oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> no, no, <fuck laughs> so fuck you're fuck saying that an Eddie, an Eddie Ant is like a, you know, so Bioshock Infinite is going to be great because Eddie's just It's going to be a 10. It's going to be a 10. Well, see, to be fair, who here was actually excited about Far Cry 3 besides Mitch? None of us. I was. I, 
I wasn't. You really you watched was, this I, trailer, Anthony, and you really wanted to play it and buy it day one? I had, now you're making had, me feel dumb. I had, no, I had read uh, those previews and seen, I didn't really watch any trailers, but I'd read the previews and stuff, and I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be really cool. I wasn't well, necessarily going to buy it okay, day well, one, I'm but it was on like my the list. Trailer, the actual trailers made the game look really like generic and bland. I didn't read any oh, previews. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't yeah, really like watch the trailer, trailer. And then same thing for, like, Tomb Raider. I mean, those trailers, I guess the trailers could have been were better. I just don't like Tomb Raider, so I was just like, whatever. I don't know. There was something was about, really the, about there, Tomb there was something about the trailers for Tomb Raider that, I, I, whatever reason, it captured my fancy. Like, I, I was, I've been excited about it since some of the first promotional stuff came out. I, I yeah, I'm the same with you, Jeff. The only reason I didn't buy it is because I chose SimCity that week because I'm a fucking idiot. You cho- <laughs> chose wrong. That's why. <laughs> but after yeah, Bioshock City, comes Creed out, 3, I'm just like. Yeah, dude, Assassin's Creed 3 was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> ugh. I don't think anyone, I like, I don't think anyone could have predicted that Assassin's Creed 3 and SimCity would have turned out the way that they did. Like, if you had said to me, like, six months ago, it's just like, hey, you're going to hate Assassin's Creed 3 and SimCity, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have believed it either. I was, yeah. I was really excited for both Assassin's Creed 3 and SimCity, and I thankfully dodged the Assassin's Creed 3 bullet, yeah. but. The SimCity one got me right in the ass. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, you got both of them. I feel yeah, I know. Friend. Eddie and, Eddie and I got, so Eddie and I got it. Yeah, that, like, I bought the collector's edition, so I spent like 200 bucks on something. What did that come with? Did it come with like, a statue of Connor, and it's just sitting there mocking you now? Actually, this, <laughs> I had a friend come over uh, from out of town. He looked at the statue, and he said the statue's better than the game was. <laughs> Which is true. So it's a cool statue. What sucks about when you spend money... Because this hasn't really happened to me that often where you spend money on a game you just hate. Like, mm-hmm. what sucks about buying a game that you hate is that you feel like you have to buy another good game to make up for it. And then you've just <laughs> yeah. spent twice as much money. Uh-huh. Like, that's why I really want to buy Tomb Raider right now. I'm like, Man. God, I just want to play a good well, game. Just, the thing is, like, Tomb Raider now. is the only game I've bought, like, this first part of 2013 that I've actually enjoyed. Like, I liked Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Rising for a bit until I got to, like, the second level. And I realized that it was actually pretty crappy. I didn't like Crisis. I didn't like. Well, Aliens was kind of a foregone conclusion. Oh God, you're not including Nino because you, you didn't buy it. Rough, right? You've had some rough games, Mitch. Do you need I, to like hug it out? Do you need to like talk about it? Yeah, you man. Nino Kuni, it's not all bad. Yeah, I didn't buy that though. So yeah, yeah, you didn't buy that. Now Mitch, you need to have on Tuesday, I might, I might, need to, I might need some hugs. Can you all come up to Victoria and just kind of we'll bro down a little bit? We'll hug yeah. it out a little bit about I mean, on Tuesday. The city you could play the live. game that's going to change gaming forever. <laughs> I'm just full on into. I'm going to overhype. I was about to say, Anthony, we so might, have, might have a talk about your. your <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, that you've got for Bioshock. I'm doing it on purpose because I think it's funny. But like, he's got like a crease picture of Ken Levine in his wallet that he brings out in strokes every time he talks about Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, I, that's not all. I think I'm going to try to convince myself. Out. I think I'm gonna try to convince myself that Bioshock is awful. So then if it's, so then if it's, if it's like it okay, less than a ten from IGN, I'm not buying it. If it. Then if it's just okay, I'll think that it's super good. Uh, so I'm surprised uh, that I'm surprised that the review embargo hasn't been lifted yet. IGN has yeah. the exclusive review Thursday night at midnight, so mm. tomorrow night. I do, it's one weird. day from now. Usually games that like if a game's like super like you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really say anything just then. I just said, no. yeah. yeah. Usually a game this big, this hyped up, the, yes. the reviews Well, IGN have, gets the first review on, so I guess Friday. So I guess maybe the other ones will come out maybe Monday. I That's hope. I wonder, I wonder what Polygon's going to give it. <laughs> Day one, they'll give it a 10. Day three, they'll give it a 5. 
Yeah, they'll bump it down. So, Maybe so I, 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 I guess I'm eight. the only one who is has pre-ordered Infinite right now. So I'll probably be the first one to play it. Are you get? Are you gonna like preload it and get it at midnight? Well, so Amazon said like I, I ordered it on Amazon because you get a thirty dollar credit towards two K games. That can't, that that sale is insane. Yeah. Well, I, so, XCOM, don't you? Well, I oh yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so I pre-ordered it. I get a thirty dollar credit. Towards any 2K game, and it's good until 2014. I get a free yeah, you copy. Get another of... 2K game next year when Borderlands 3 comes out. You'll, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll probably hold on to that because I think I have all of the 2K games that are out right now that I would want to play, like you know, Spec Ops, XCOM, stuff like that. Um, I, you get a free copy of XCOM that I have no idea what I'm going to do with because I already have a copy of XCOM. Can you gift it? I think so. I, I mean, I, I'll try and figure out, but I don't know who I would gift it to because you guys all have XCOM, right? Yes. I don't have use another copy. You could just gift it to a random person. <laughs> name name Nick. No, I have Nick's it. Got it. I don't know. Maybe oh, I'll okay. give it away. Just on, the way on, you said that was just like it's better on consoles. Maybe maybe I'll give it away on on Twitter to a friend or something. I don't know. But hey, um, have a contest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> have a contest. <laughs> have a contest. But yeah, no. So it's a pretty great pre-order deal, and and Amazon says that I should be able to download it starting on Friday. That's not right. Which I that's... think is preloading. I don't think I'll get to play yeah, it. Until. Yeah, no, that's that's that'll be preloading. Yeah, that's really cool though. I'm excited. I have, like I said, I've I've got like sixty dollars in cash from like birthday and Christmas, so I'm going to uh, get it from a retail store. I just don't right. know which one. The the thought of going after work to GameStop and being in there while some little fifteen year old is trading in his Xbox just makes me want to. Fucking kill somebody. So that's the only thing. That's the only thing bro, about bro. the the no, way no, I. That's how I feel, man. It got really, really I aggro really it. fast. I hate GameStop so much. Um, that's the only thing about the way I ordered it is that um, I'm paying full price. I I I managed to get Tomb Raider for pretty cheap because what I did when I bought Tomb Raider, I traded in Far Cry Three to GameStop because Far Cry Three was worth like thirty four dollars uh, at the time. Which is ridiculous. Madness. Madness. Well, they were having like a, a deal where you got fifty percent extra trading credit, but that means it was already worth like twenty bucks. Um, so anyway, I traded it in and I got uh, Steam Wallet codes, and uh, Tomb Raider was on sale for like forty-five bucks, and I got like you know forty bucks worth of Steam Wallet codes, and worked out in the end pretty well. Um, you know, that is the one thing about the SimCity. I did only pay like forty. What was it? Forty. Two dollars yeah. for it, so I guess that's not. I mean, that's bad. the thing. Like, <laughs> Tomb Raider is only forty nine ninety nine on Steam, like even full price. But um, uh, yeah. So I I am a little, you know, <laughs> I wish I had figured out a way to get a Bioshock Infinite a little bit cheaper because I'm sure I'm gonna like it. I I I really liked Bioshock Two, um, and Bioshock, you know, is one of my favorite games of all time. I I'm not overhyped about Infinite. I, I feel confident that I'm that they're not gonna do me wrong though, so um, like I, I I feel like it's it's gonna be at least as good as I, I like the minimum level of as good as I want it to be. Um, I hear that it's always online and another player gets to control your plasmids. Oh, I so you always you were, have to I'll be have, connected. None I of that plasmids no, were gonna be DLC. None of that is true. None of that is true. <laughs> you you so guys, can only Anthony get the B plasmid as a microtransaction. Anthony yeah. is stressing about some They're called vigors dudes. in the new game. Oh, okay. Anthony is stressing I have a about some news I just pasted into Wait, the Wait, did chat. we just break a story live on the air? I don't, I don't think I, it, Can I bring I back the Resident Evil 6 sound? It's, uh... <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> Anthony's very Eddie, you talk because I can't even fucking do this. Yeah, so uh, Final Fantasy Versus 13, the game that has been in development since like the PlayStation 1. Um, <laughs> it's been in development for seven years, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> the game has been in development Don't forever. Don't exaggerate, you asshole. <laughs> it's, uh, they've. They've renamed. I don't even understand why it's versus thirteen. I don't get it. Like I've never understood the relationship between One of those this game. Fuck, and it was just part of it's the. They Japanese were trying to make it like a the the, stupid square. Like the Final thing. Fantasy VII compendium because they were like, this is going to be just so like Final stupid. Fantasy VII. Well, but is it is it like versus a different gameplay style? Versus like is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's okay, like a totally it's a different Kingdom kind Hearts of game. game. So now okay, so go ahead. So they they're taking Final Fantasy versus thirteen. They are renaming it Final Fantasy fifteen. So that so I guess they don't have they didn't they have what have they been doing? What is fifteen? Have have they not uh, even maybe started? Will no, they have to have started fifteen. They have to have started. Like there's so no way. It must be sixteen, and I guess it'll take another eight years. Oh, but just... Final Fantasy versus thirteen has been renamed into Final Fantasy fifteen. It's going to be a PS4 exclusive. Now this is a rumor, but it, it's a it's a it's very rumor. reliable rumor according to everything that I'm seeing here. So it, wait, it does that currently mean holds that... the record for the longest amount of time ever spent developing a single final. So final see, look, game. all right, I'm gonna give you two trains of thought on this real quick. Instant reaction. This is bullshit because like, <laughs> I love it. This like, is instant reaction. This is bullshit. This is bullshit because this is not a true like Final Fantasy sequel. Yep. This is a, a sort of a spin-off thing that they're doing and it, it like I, I said really from what I understand it. about the gameplay it's Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts I hate to break it to you guys fucking sucks okay <laughs> I really you like the first one the internet hates you now and Anthony they can, they can blow me okay cuz <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 you go on Anthony you can sit there and just hit the X button and read the strategy guide like I did I don't know why I bought the strategy guide cuz I'm fucking stupid and you can just sit there and hit X and look up and the game is over and it was a stupid game and it had a stupid story so this would be like making Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy Fifth. I shouldn't even say that because I'm probably going to do that now. So, but the other reaction is Final Fantasy Nine was not intended to be a final, a numbered That's Final true. Fantasy. It was That's a Final true. Fantasy sto- side story called Final Fantasy Gaiden. And then they were like, "Well, crap, we got to put something out before the PS2. Let's make that Final Fantasy Nine. And that worked out really well. So I'm going to go with that train of thought. I don't think otherwise I'm going to kill myself tonight. for seven years. Look. I'm going to commit Harry Carey later, so I'm going with the Final Fantasy IX train of thought. I don't know, but that's the thing. Like, you know that they're working on, like, they have to have started development on... Jeff, I don't know anything anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, the, these games take for fucking ever to make. They have to have been working on something already. That's what I've been hoping. Maybe they'll... Re- maybe they, so they just need something them. out the door. That's what make... this is, right? They just need something out the door fast. Well, Final Fantasy game. Why is it so difficult? It used Square. to be so easy. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Like, Why do you re- so do you consider Final Fantasy fourteen a Final Fantasy game? Because that, I mean, it's an MMO. No, that, I don't. But I mean, like, I don't consider it a Final Fantasy like game in the traditional sense. As in, why? Why do they not just call that Final Fantasy MMO? Online. Yeah, I know. I wish I I hate that they wait. You know why they did a number to get people to buy it? Which that's why. did probably didn't work, did it? Yeah, that's why the new Assassin's Creed is going to be Assassin's Creed Four to get people to buy it and wash the bad taste yeah. out of their mouth. Well, well yeah, I, I wonder. To, um, Square used to have two separate teams working on Final Fantasy games, mm-hmm. um, and they were alternating, and that was the whole t- deal. It was the team that made seven made nine, the team that made eight made ten, and I think whichever team. Whichever team made um, Final Fantasy XIV was forced to commit mass Harry Carry, and 
you know, ritual suicide, and they are no longer with us. So now they, what's that? Is Harry Carey on your word of the day calendar or something? You no, we're talking, Jap- <laughs> we're talk- well, we're talking Japanese people and, and, and suicide right now. So it ah, seems of course, forgive me. Um, it's also, so, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy XIV's team is dead. Uh, so I, I don't know what's happening with the two teams anymore. I think maybe one team left to make probably some Kingdom Hearts games. And look, all right, let's just bring that into Where's Kingdom Hearts 3? What is Square Enix doing other than making overpriced mobile games? Like... And, and PC and, ports. And yeah. Kicking ass on Tomb Raider. God, why, excellent PC ports. Why? Do you, <laughs> I I said something. I no. I caused this. I summoned this because I said that Square Enix has been kicking ass. I said it earlier in the podcast, and this is what <laughs> this. Karma's a bitch, man. This it's interesting fault. that it's going to be a PS4 exclusive because we're kind of in a day where there's not that many exclusives, right, but right. Sony seems to have the only ones. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, so yeah, does like that, does that mean that Anthony is buying a PlayStation 4 because he said he follows Square Enix? Yeah. Yeah, they probably did even pro- even yeah. for Final Fantasy versus thirteen. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Here's That's what I'm thing. saying. Like technically, it'll thing. be fifteen. You here, know. Here, here's the other thing that I was going to bring up about the consoles. I was gonna be also going to follow wherever Mass Effect went, and since Mass Effect is kind of a multi-platform thing now, because you know Mass Effect three came out on the PS3 and everything. PC. Maybe I might I might still be able to play both on on the PS4. So yeah. we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see on. God, I'm going to wait and see on a Final Fantasy game. God damn you, Square Enix. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, I'm assuming the next next Mass Effect game, you know, you won't have to... It won't matter if you played the previous three, <laughs> I, I would hope. Yeah. So, I would, yeah, I, I would definitely... deleted saves, so it doesn't really matter. No, no, but, no I'm going to replay that. Wait, what deleted saves? Anthony deleted his Mass Effect save. By, yeah, by accident. I was moving stuff over from one flash drive to another, and... Uh, I told... I told Jen when I emailed to you after you said that, where I said nothing you did mattered, it never happened. <laughs> she was like, Eddie, that's so me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a prick. No, I've actually really already started um, playing, replaying Mass Effect 1 with a Femship, so. I played like, Wait, I've gotten up to Isn't it on PC? Isn't there a PC sale for Mass Effect? It's, it's over. Fuck. <laughs> I think there's a sale on Origin. It was a one. There was a one-day sale where you could get the Mass Effect trilogy for twenty-five dollars, and I was so I tempted. Mass Effect two and three are gorgeous on the PC. Oh god, I was so tempted, but it's it's back to full price already. I've still got my discs on the three sixty. So I already sold the first two. I still have three, but I'm. I prob- sold them all. Yeah, I. I, mean, I was probably. like, I got to keep these forever. Well, these three are- three is worth like four dollars. So. I mean, yeah. if I sell I if I sell it, it's really just a matter of backwards compatible. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. I I think next time if the trilogy goes on sale on PC again I, I might pick it up just so I because I could see myself replaying those but it would be nice to play them on the PC. Well, the thing yeah. about I played Citadel, the Mass Effect Three DLC, and that wanted to that made me want to replay the whole series. I've heard this. I've heard that DLC. Well, I bought it good. and then I was gonna play it, but then I deleted my save, so I got to play all three fucking games before I can get back to that. It's that really good. good. I've heard it's really good. good. It's it is really good. Yeah. It's it's, it's like a, a tribute. It's it's like for Mass Effect fans. Like it's just like this tribute. This to like, oh, works. dude, it's like gooey, cheesy fan service, and it's tastes yeah. so delicious. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just gonna let you guys know up. right now. Um, Mass Effect is <laughs> Mass Effect trilogy on Origin is twenty nine ninety nine right now. Okay, it is still oh, on sale on Origin. It was GameFly had it for twenty five dollars. You can get Mass Effect one for six dollars and Mass Effect three for nine ninety nine. Where's Mass Effect two? You might be able to get them I'm separate. Nine ninety nine. That Mass Effect is my favorite IP of this generation. 
Uh, I'm I yeah, until in infinite comes until out. I, I can't. Yeah. Well, no, I've <laughs> I've had a a long-standing plan to after Bioshock Infinite do a feature about ranking yes. the, the yeah, IPs generation and it's going to be it's going to be Mass Effect or Bioshock. I know, <laughs> so I know. I know you, have, you said I, that and then Nick's been asking about S games and between those two topics of conversation is why I've been thinking about it and I'm like Mass yeah. Effect is probably my favorite thing to happen to video games this generation. Yeah, it's, before before 3 I would have said Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Oof. See, Mass Effect, like it was the, the the funny thing about Mass Effect is that it got me excited about like space opera in general. And yes. it's yes. like that directly influenced my reading habits for months afterwards. <laughs> like I, I played that and then I was like, well shit, I want I want more of this. So I read uh, a bunch of Ian Such M. A Banks. Good space opera too. Yeah, yeah. So I read I was like, I'll read Ian M. Banks and Peter F. Hamilton and they were awesome. But like, I, I've I've done the same thing. I started reading some thing. I'm writing a science fiction you know story myself now. Um, yeah, like when I think back, I'm like in terms of the game that was most fun to play, it was probably Bioshock or Uncharted or you know Uncharted Two. But in terms of like, I love this world and this lore and these characters, and I I love playing this just to be in this environment it's massive. just hearing the music you know like oh, the mass yeah. effect music like it just has that vibe to it you know like just hearing it i'm just like oh god i yeah, gotta dude, play I everything mass effect one i would just run around the fucking citadel because yeah. i just wanted to listen to the fucking music like yeah just just hearing garris's voice <laughs> which is enough to make his his dulcet tones come alive oh, we, need god. A, we need a turian that has kenny's voice <laughs> and, oh my god and his morals because oh. it's the morals that you were actually attracted to. You're like, he's a bad boy. <laughs> Shepard, we, we I like I like a bad man. Right now. <laughs> Wait, how many salt licks do you want to drop on somebody's head? Fuck yeah, I'm down for that. Hold on, let me calibrate really quick. Okay, yes, okay, three salt licks. Any salt licks you need calibrated, Larry? What? <laughs> oh. oh yeah, Mass Effect's really good. Mass Effect's great. Yeah. Well, we were going to talk about some other things, but we've been going for about an hour now, so I think we should actually just go ahead and wrap it up, unless you guys have anything else that you think we really should. Oh, I was going to ask, should I, just buy my, should I do Mass Effect 3 for my free game from SimCity? Oh, yeah, I'm, Nick, I'm do it, and then we'll play too. multiplayer. I'm, um... Ooh, we could still do multiplayer uh, on PC. That's ooh, true, we could. Dude, it's I play good. that like every Because I was thinking about getting Need for Speed for the multiplayer, but if you guys are going to get Mass Effect, then maybe I'll get that. I mean, I'll still, well, yeah. I mean, I sold it on 360, but I'd still play it. Oh, you know? shit. I might have to get <laughs> oh, just damn like, it. Dude. I'm doing it. Dude, I, I play that shit every weekend, man. Uh, get the, so just get the trilogy then. It's like 30 bucks. No, but I get it free, no, Jeff. We get it oh, you free get it free. Never mind. So you get, <laughs> we get it free for SimCity. Well, fine. Yeah, and then, and, then you can, and then you can just use the like save game editor to like basically remake your Mass Effect 1 and 2 saves. And play with that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to get Mass Effect. Yes. Nice. Cool. Well, so Gamer I Gamer Sushi Community it. Night with Mass Effect 3, except it's just the yeah. four of us. <laughs> <laughs> and on Origin. So it's nice. kind of sad. <laughs> so I think that is it for the podcast then. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks to my wonderful friends here in the podcast. I'm glad everyone could hear pure anguish happen live on a podcast. I know. I was, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was like, I have, we have to hear Anthony's like, live, unfiltered reaction to this news. <laughs> His weeping and gnashing I'm so depressed. Well, just, the whole Final Fantasy... Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
That's another podcast. Look, we did a Dead Space cast. We need to do a Metal Gear cast. We will have to do a Bioshock cast one day. We should do a Final Fantasy cast one day, too. I'm just going to pop in the Bioshock cast. Actually, the, Final Fan- the streaming is the Final Fantasy cast. Never mind. That's true. Yeah. Me and Anthony and Jeff can do one. Wait, Anthony, did you play Bioshock 2? Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm Yeah, we're all on the oh. same page on that. Bioshock okay, cool. 2 and 1 are, like, awesome. Okay. Me and Mitch will have our own Bioshock sucks cast. Ugh, that's the worst. I don't actually hate it. Would you would you can <laughs> would you kindly stick it up your butt? All right. So on that note, <laughs> on that bombshell, um, <laughs> uh, you want to follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/gamersushi. Um, you should rate and review the cast on iTunes um, with as many stars as you can load in that butt. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, on Twitter.com/slash/EddieRevis. We like them butt stars. Um, I'm twitter.com slash unsquare. I'm twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. Dead butt hot. Um, twitter.com slash mi7ch. And I'm twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Say a butt thing. But, uh, butts. Square or, Enix just screwed uh, me in the butt. <laughs>